is Season 9, Episode 5 of the Whales or Whales Pod. Pod. What? Pod. Ah. Um, keep on, keep, keep it going, keep it going. It is Season 9, Episode 5 of the Whales or Whales Pod. 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 Oh, oh no. No, come on, just um, keep it going. Keep it is Season 9, what? What? Episode 5 of the Whales or Whales Pod. 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 I can't do this. I can't be. I <laughs> what do you know. mean? Is, Just say the, cast. The world is wrong. Just say cast. 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 Pod. <laughs> no, <laughs> Steven, you've ruined it now. <laughs> it is season nine, episode five of the Whales are Whales pod. podcast. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, oh, Doran I, I Pan. We're going, back again. A zany prank. I thought I was going completely crazy there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to throw in a new. A new. Uh, a new way to trip you up every episode. So this time I was just like, no. you, I was I was gonna say like pod after you said cast, but I was like, what if I said yeah. pod as he said pod? Mm-hmm. And I said yeah. pod after I said cast. So we really yeah. covered all the bases this month. Yeah. Well, I'm very I'm very easy to trip up today because I'm very tired. Oh so. yes, I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You live in a constant hey, realm. Didn't we of like that. do like a like a mood check in. <laughs> oh, we point. did that somewhat oh, recently. And we didn't Cameron we name was it super too. excited and about we thought, it. Yeah, Cameron like, loved it, and we did it, and then we never. Ben did had it. the idea, like, how are you spiritually? How are you mentally? Oh how are yeah. You emotionally, physically, and socially. I'm too tired to do that. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that answers. Yeah. That answers the so question. So my answer honestly. for all of those would be tired. <laughs> I am spiritually tired. I am mentally tired. I'm emotionally tired. I am physically tired. Um, I think those were all of them. I, and I probably made some fun acronym, like SMART or something. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> What's the A? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think that far. Uh, emotional, Cameron. Uh, emotionally, <laughs> yeah, yeah, emotional. of course. Uh, well, I'm spiritually dead inside. Does that count for anything? Yeah, sure. I I think that... I hope you're not physically dead inside. Because no! that would be a problem. Doing okay physically. I've been going <laughs> bike riding. Um, so that's mm. pretty, pretty nice. Oh, you too. That's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Me and my dad, we, it's been, the weather's been nice finally. So we're, we're, we're starting back up our bike riding, essentially. Because we, Delightful. We did it every single day of the week last summer and into the fall. And so we're just starting ba- that back up, essentially. And he is... He's so okay. I was like mm-hmm. on Monday. I'm like, Dad, I'm gonna come over tomorrow on Tuesday, and we're gonna go bike riding. He's like, Okay. And then I went, you know, before bed, I was like, Don't forget, bike riding tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> and so I, I uh, leave work and I stop by the house and I get there before him. And he comes in the door and he's like, Oh, hey, Cameron, how's it going? And I'm like, Hey, good. You ready to go bike riding? And he goes, Oh, no, 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 no bike ride. What, I'm, I'm like, What? Mm-hmm. He's like, Oh yeah, no, I'm not going bike riding. I'm, I'm so I'm too tired. I'm like, What are you even talking about? We literally planned this. And he's like. Oh, I completely forgot that we planned the bike ride. <laughs> I was just tired, and I was I was just gonna go lay down and on my chair. And I'm like, "That's a bummer. You're going bike riding with me." And he's like, "Fine." So we ended up going anyways. But that's funny. Yeah, it's really good yeah. for both of us. Honestly, I think we both need it. Yeah. What's the yeah. What's the hill situation in your part of the world? Well, we have lots of hills. Okay. Um, yeah. Like, I feel like lots. The, the fun thing about <laughs> yeah. hills is. The bigger they are, the, the harder they fall. The harder they fall, and well, I mean, I guess you could say that. And it's kind of true. The slope yeah. does fall, but I was going yeah. to say just the uh, the further the extremity ranges, mm-hmm. where you'll either be having the most fun roller coaster time of your life or death. It, yeah, it's, <laughs> and yeah. just the higher it is, it just it 
just keeps on going. Do you ever ever do you ever have to get off your bike and walk it? Like, do you ever lose momentum? That that there early? are two. Like, just to yeah. give you an example, the elevation gain is about five hundred feet. Um, yeah, yeah. that we ride, and so there's there's two particular hills that are brutal yeah. for both of us. One on yeah, one on the trail at his house and one on mine. And if we're in bad shape, we do have to stop going up that hill. Yeah. Um, Cause it's, yeah. it's almost straight up. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if we're in good shape, we can usually power through it. Um, and then yeah, yeah, Oregon is entirely hills. So there's no yeah. flat land. It's essentially all up or all down at any given point yeah. in time. So yeah. that's going to be actually a challenge. Not, I'm sorry, a change of pace from compared to yeah. what I have here when I go to your guys's place. Cause it's, I'm assuming it's mostly flat. Yeah, there are some small hills. But it is, but I, I, I know some good flat. hills that'll make you feel right at home. Yes, perfect. Yeah, Sounds I don't good. think 500 feet elevation hills, though. No, <laughs> just just little lumps in the ground. Yeah. I'll take lumps, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> Gentle inclines, one might say. But man, nothing yeah. will prove to you faster that you're out of shape than trying to bike uphill. Just, yep. It's mm. it's miserable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 in, the, like, the almost instant out of breath you can feel from yeah. just like i was like oh my god i'm literally yeah. dying it's just awful lung, yeah. lung capacity has always been my weak spot when it comes to fitness mm-hmm. um i i am more of a sprinter than a marathoner in that sense and yeah I, that and i get overheated very easily which is not great for working out in texas no uh, yeah you guys are in so a bad spot gotta be that, careful with honestly that. yeah um yeah so between getting overheated easily and lung capacity jogging has never been my go-to fitness mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> have you been feeling better? Have you been biking as well, or have you feeling better about that at all? Or um, I have not done it, not because I not felt good about it, but just because I haven't taken time for it. So I've been mostly doing walks and uh, uh, weight exercises. Got also, I, I charge him five dollars per hour to borrow my bike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that that kind of discourages me as well. But I've done a little bit of it. It's it's nice. It's it's crazy how um, fast you get back into the swing of things with cardio. Um, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I took basically all... Well, I, that's not true. I, sk- I roller skated, obviously. I forgot about that. I roller skated a lot yeah. over the winter, but I didn't do any running, essentially. But yeah. after the first, like, two bike rides, you know, we're, we're riding yeah. six miles each time, yeah. I was fine again. My legs hurt. My yeah. legs were burning, but my lung capacity was great. Yeah. So it, it really does that's stick great. with you if you can mm. yeah. do it once a year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Too much to ask. That... Uh, I know. I, 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 I get it. I get it. One of these days, yeah. we're going to get on the same cadence with this podcast. Once a year, guys. Just can we do it once a year? <laughs> no. Yeah. We've been even think pretty good at the funny. once a month thing. We've almost never missed one since Yeah, this seems to be switched to this. Yeah. I yeah. take credit for that because I did oh, yeah. a solo cast that one time. Yes. Yes. To cover you have for definitely been the most, the most consistent and helpful in making it happen. Yeah. Well, I sure. figure we if we don't do this... Except for World of Warcraft yeah. nowadays, we just yes. don't do anything together. So it has been really nice to have a game that we can like talk about and also play together regularly again. It's been mm-hmm. a long time since. Yeah, we had I that. agree. I mean, because for you and me, yeah. Brian, it was Heroes essentially, and after that, we did. Yeah. we had nothing. We could never we find nothing. one that like yeah that could engage us. Like we'd play a little Valheim and a little Prismata. Oh yeah, and a little true. chess. Like we'd try stuff, but it's not like stuff that we can play for two-hour sessions uh, multiple times a week or something like mm-hmm. it's yeah wow is the perfect game for that um, yeah and it, it's it yeah. it's so funny looking back on disembodied voices days of 
mm-hmm. just utter disdain for World of Warcraft. Yeah. And yeah, now yeah, not yeah. only do I love World of Warcraft, I specifically love the old version of World of Warcraft Class- that you Vanilla, guys like. <laughs> we thought we would have to like push you into that kicking and screaming. Yeah. Um, it's I so mean, funny for you to be like, play WoW Classic with me. Play WoW Classic with me, guys. And it's like, okay, Cameron, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, that's, That'd be like Steven bizarre. begging you to play Black Ops, uh, specifically the original Black Ops multiplayer. Yeah. Um, yeah, they yeah. ruined it in the next installment. Just come on, Cameron. Can we they sure did. Out? 100%. <laughs> Yep, I've been yep. Uh, I have been doing nothing but playing WoW. Essentially, um, yeah. every other game that I've been playing with other friends is awful and boring and yeah. dumb, and I hate it. Um, yeah, I would much rather just yep. be playing WoW. You know the feeling. <laughs> you yeah, experience. I actually quit I Destiny totally get that. entirely. Destiny. Yeah. I actually wow. uninstalled Destiny. Wow! Um, yeah. Just now, Cameron yeah. has abandoned Destiny for World of Warcraft. Yeah, I, this is a bizarre world we're living in. I will say. Yes. I, I didn't necessarily abandon Destiny for World of Warcraft. I abandoned Destiny, and World of Warcraft took its place. Um, yeah. Destiny is in a very, very poor spot, and like 10 years of anger at this stupid franchise finally bubbled over, and I just uh-huh. can't handle it I anymore. thought you were really happy with it, the last expansion. Which like Queen was amazing. This. Yes, 100%. Yeah, it, yeah I mean, I, I'm talking about just like a te- overall 10 years of anger that I've swallowed over oh, certain yeah. things like there's been good right. too it's not just all yeah. crap um right 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 but like but finally building up yeah and like and, and then yeah. people people have dropped the game five years ago four years ago three years ago and i was always hanging mm-hmm. on yep nope not anymore i literally yeah. uninstalled mm. and then i was like hmm i'm i'm aimless i'm wanderless with no video game what do i do uh and then yeah. my friend duncan was like here take this hit of wow um, yeah, I'm not even the one who got you to play it. <laughs> no, yes, we are not Cameron's WoW dealers. I would like to yeah. to say that outright. Funnily enough, Cameron, yeah. Maybe you should maybe you should like write a memoir called From the Witch Queen to the Lich King: My Journey <laughs> of, <laughs> of Endless MMOs. Unfortunately, yeah. my 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 autobiography is just the podcast. So my yeah. work is already done essentially. As long this as is your life's work from that. I mean, yeah. kinda. You know, it's been ten, well, honestly, 12, 13 like, yeah. years. I, th- I, I think I created the podcast. Mm. Brian continued I took over the podcast, you. and yeah. Cameron saved the podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's how I see yeah. the story. <laughs> That's fine. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, I, I can. T- I can get behind that. Um, I believe, I. by the way, randomly, Zach mentioned that he should join us for an episode sometime. Did oh my gosh, now? that would be amazing. Well, he yeah. knows it's an open invitation. We just had to... I can't wait for passive-aggressive comments about my hosting. <laughs> well, I have yeah, I so missed long. that. <laughs> I will say... See, didn't... I wouldn't say Cameron, but Cameron is just aggressive-aggressive comments about yeah, my hosting. Yeah, I hate passive. you, and you suck, and you're the worst. <laughs> See, it's easy. Uh, yeah. I don't know what Zach doesn't get about that. Um, mm-hmm. He, I don't even think he knew that we were still doing the podcast. Um, Whoa, seriously? I mentioned uh-huh. it to him, and he was like, oh my gosh, have you guys are still doing that and i was like we've been yep. doing in a single episode for th- a month yeah. for three years and he's like that's crazy and i'm like he probably assumed that without him it would all fall apart which is and rightfully assumption. so i mean yeah, <laughs> yeah totally understand a core um, member of disembodied voices yeah. a fourth yeah. of us yes yeah well i can't yep. promise that's he'll so be funny. on and i absolutely put zero pressure on him uh to, to yeah. do so but who knows maybe he'll show up oh that would be amazing wouldn't That'd it be, be cool. just awesome if he started coming on regularly again and it how just fun would that be man? The... Yeah. it would be awesome i would love absolutely yeah. love it I, I need i need my fill of of interesting and weird takes of for games that i would never have considered before he, yes. he'll just like send Fantasy me 14 he's he the second you tell him you're playing wow he's going to try to get you to oh, play he knows. Final Fantasy 14 no no, no he I knows know. and he's on elder scrolls yeah. now right he, no now he's back on genshin um 
Oh, can't uh, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so he's fallen in love with um live service worlds, not games, not like yeah, not like battle passes or crap like that. Yeah, he likes he is in love with evolving, ever changing worlds. And yeah. I'm like, play Destiny, darn it! Come on, yeah. <laughs> that's literally mm-hmm. what Destiny is. You guys um, are both mm-hmm. coming around to our, our WoW addiction like ten years yeah. too late. We were yeah. we were the early adopters on that for sure. He he just um, does not like Warcraft's lore at all. Yeah. I um, totally understand that. It's not his speed at all. It's Western fantasy mixed with comic books. Like it, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just not. It's very very Western. Yeah, um, totally. And he and, and, and Zachary is yeah. nothing if western <laughs> <laughs> right right i'm trying the to only parse asian the thing you get is pandaria which is you know which is by the very way western perspective very fun expansion i have played through yeah. half of the well, a quarter of that so far yeah um have, have i did we talk about wow last podcast i don't episode? think we've talked about it at all i mean yeah we don't, don't really have to talk go... about it on the podcast much at all okay well we don't have to go really super deep into it but yeah. do we do we want to even regale our story? Did Steven hear about the story of our character transfers and everything? Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay, we don't so need to caught up on that. Yeah. So okay. I'm going to pivot it. As fun as WoW has been, I'm going to pivot it to another video oh, so game we can conversation stop having before, yes, before Ben gets here. And that video game that is not fun at all is The Last of Us Part 2, yeah. which... All right, so this all started with... Um, a man called Neil Druckmann. No, really. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> the the recent conversation about the and Last of Us Part here Two, is. which Neil, came thank out you so much for three... joining us today, dude. That would be insane. <laughs> which, which came out three years ago. Um, we think. I think it was 2020. It was 2020, 100. Um, percent But um, the reason we're talking about it now, even though we talked about it three years ago when it came out, is Stephen on a whim and a lark and a rabbit trail decided to play and it. The, and a Robin. About it, yes, and a Robin. About a month or two ago, he's like, I'm going to play The Last of Us 2. And I'm like, Are, really? And he's like, yes. I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> Appropriate response. <laughs> so uh, over the next month and a half, I would walk inside our house and hear just screaming and cursing and zombie sounds from upstairs. And gunfire, probably. And I'd be like, this and is not the normal. And then I turned the game on. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, these are not the normal Steven sounds to hear. Normally, it's like clone troopers and... <laughs> yeah. uh, normally it's like clone troopers that's <laughs> true it's, it's, it is so true, true. Uh, i hear that clone trooper voice constantly from upstairs uh not not screaming and cursing normally um so and you started playing that and then experience his experience sorry right and then and then i'm like all right steven i'm gonna try it too and so i played it which, about... by the way, is also incredibly in character for you, Brian. Oh, Steven's doing this thing. I absolutely have to do this I've thing. I've been now doing too. that since I was three. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, we're I'm all like, in character can... right now, except for. <laughs> Wait, no, Steven is not in character. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I'm like, all right, Steven, I'm going to try this too because you're saying this is a life changing, incredible video game experience of life. So, here I go. And I played it for a couple sessions and I'm like, I'm good. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this video game, yep. and I think it shouldn't exist. And Whoa, Steven's like, wow, okay. that's harsh. No, that, um, <laughs> yeah, we were, because we were sort of like, he was kind of dancing around it, and everyone, once mm. in a while, he'd mention like, yeah, I just couldn't really get into yeah. it, because I was still playing it and, and in air quotes, yeah. enjoying it. It's not the best <laughs> action verb, but 
Um, yeah. And finally, it bubbled up one night, and he's like, "Okay, look, I this and this and this and this and this and this and this, and it's wrong because of this and this, and it shouldn't be doing this, and I think it would be better if this game didn't exist." <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. now the gloves yep. are off. Do yep. you actually believe that? I mean, that's strong language to use about anything, but I could certainly make an argument for it. Um, okay, I don't even. I, I don't like the game. I don't even think that. Yeah, and I since watched. Uh, I'm like, oh, the, the story sounds pretty incredible, and I do want to see how it all ends. So after that, I watched uh, like an 11-hour cut of the cutscenes and gameplay sections that had dialogue and stuff that basically did the whole story. Mm -hmm. uh, so I picked up where I left off, which is about a third of the way through the game, and watched the rest of it. And I just finished that last night in preparation for the podcast and got to the ending, and I'm done. So within mm -hmm. the last like mm -hmm. week or two, Steven and I both finished this big, colossal video game three years after it was released mm -hmm. and was curious to just say you know what our kind of thoughts were about that that as a game and, and the ending and mm -hmm. just kind of follow up on cameron's interesting discussion about it three years ago on the podcast <laughs> which i didn't um, listen to at the time i believe I, started. I did, so i was yeah. quite spoiled for the the story i don't know no, why you weren't, you weren't quite spoiled and also you Fairly were on spoiled. the podcast what are you talking about yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I, did I thought you said you it. listened to it. I was like, well, well, I mean, I did listen to you. But, oh, okay. Yeah, I can see why they like <laughs> I was conversing with you. I was listening. You can see my confusion a little bit there. For I sure. can't see your okay. confusion. I honestly couldn't remember if I was on it or if I listened to it. It's, yes. It all blurs together. I, yeah. I was vague-ish, but I definitely... No, I'm not saying you... I, I asked for every spoiler you gave. You were perfectly responsible. Right. But I knew way more than Stephen did. Right. All, I, all I mean is that, that the, only, the, the only big reveal you knew was, of course, mm -hmm. spoiler! Spoiler! Oh, yeah. Spoiler! Spoiler! I think we should weird. actually probably yeah. mention that I don't know where this conversation is going to go, but we are not going to make any pains to not spoil any. it. Like, we're yeah, just no. here to Joel talk about dies. it. Yeah. And there we go. Yeah. <laughs> and, okay, I'm glad you screamed before. Um, yeah. And also, like, it, it's possible that this will be a slightly more upsetting conversation than our usual conversations because this yeah. is an upsetting video game. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, so do we want to, like, brutal. tackle the story and the gameplay separately, or are they kind of Sure, that's how the game works, or... so why not? Um, <laughs> all right. We're just, we are just going to start. <laughs> I fully agree with that statement, Brian. <laughs> Let me shrug off my overcoat here so I can get into funny. battle stance. <laughs> okay, sorry, I that couldn't, was pretty I couldn't resist. <laughs> yeah, uh, thanks. Boy, that that game is a bad game, ain't it? Mm -hmm. Just the worst yeah. game. Like all right, as all a right, game. Let's back up. Well, no, let's not back up. I, <laughs> well, no, I'm we, saying, are we talking about the story or the game first? The gameplay. I think the story okay. is the more interesting conversation here. Yeah. I think as yeah. a game, I think even back in 2012 or whatever, when we were doing disembodied voices, we talked about Last of Us, and I said this almost yeah. the exact same thing. The story is so interesting and cool, and they're doing some really cool stuff with storytelling, but oh my god, this game is awful. It's not fun to control, to move, to look, to shoot, to jump, to climb, to rope. Ah, rope is fun. I like rope. To rope. <laughs> rope <yeah. laughs> but insert right, any verb here, there, yeah. and, and it's, yeah. it's, there's no fun in this game. Um, I, I played the game, and I know this, this section is going to kind of be the ganging up on Steven's section. But because yes. um, I've ranted with you about this, Cameron, a lot after mm. I played it. And I'm like, I can't rant to Steven about this, so I'm going to rant to you about this. <laughs> um, but I'm like, this game feels like it's a game that is actively trying to make me not have fun. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, no, you. it is. 
it is you need to do things kind of the way we want to do it. And if you deviate from that, it's either not going to work or it's going to feel very bad. There's, and there's no give. Just, yeah, there's no give. And the actual actions you take are very sluggish and unresponsive. So, yeah, not a fan of the game part of this game. Yes. Um, Steven, rebuttal. Okay. Um, okay. And I guess I will just, I guess just mention off the top that we're, we are in the weeds instantly. So this, yes, this is fine, but just we have a, taken control of this conversation. There's a greater context, and this is not the most like. Uh, yep. This is this is not the reason why you should play the game. Um, but right. that said, I do I uh, disagree. I think that it yeah. is very fun, uh, and in fact, I think that part of the disconnect one could have by playing the last of us games is to actively be having fun when the when the narrative and the intent yeah. of the game is to horrify you um, yeah that also felt weird so me, that is sure. interesting um but the, i think it oh, go, go yeah. ahead sorry keep i still on. think they yeah. end up balancing it pretty well just yeah. to at least give my perspective on the gameplay yeah. i actually yeah. think it works extremely well because yeah. Um, I also tend to like games that give you a game space to figure something out. And I don't tend to like ones that are highly scripted or right. uh, feel boxed in. But I don't actually feel like yeah. that is a negative as far as The Last of Us is concerned. Because mm. I feel like they give you these uh, fairly constrained boxes. But within those boxes, yeah. it is all about reaction. So as long as you yeah. are reacting to the cinematic experience on the screen and you're bought right. into the experience and your heart yeah. is pounding and you feel like you're being chased by zombies or you feel like you're right. being uh surrounded and um right ambushed by other humans with a true intent to kill you um then yeah. the tools at your disposal which are all contextual which is usually just going to be swing a melee weapon shoot something mm -hmm. run jump climb all of those are all the actions you need to heat of the moment survive these extremely punishing, extremely scary situations. And right. if you're bought into that, I was actually blown away by how smooth the experience was, where I felt like I would club somebody with a baseball bat, but then my baseball bat would break and two more people would rush me. So I try to pull out my gun, but I'm too late. So someone throws me up against the wall. So then I'm yeah. slamming on square to get away and I barely do it the last second. It actually works yeah. really well as these story moments for me. Right. And I'm curious to nuance like my our point of view here, me and Cameron. Like, I probably wouldn't go so far as to say it's awful. Um, I more felt everything was perfectly I, fine. I would, um, actually. But I'm curious, like, is it awful in a way that other AAA games aren't? Because I kind of don't enjoy Horizon or Assassin's Creed or, like, any AAA games that kind of work like this. <sighs> so I'm curious if, do you think this is uniquely bad among AAA games or just, like... No, I, you know, I agree with everything Steven just said. I, I actually yeah. think... I. It, well, because it's, it's an opinion, obviously. So I, I totally understand where you're coming from, is what I mean. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. These these story beats can absolutely appear in gameplay, which is what they were going for. But to me, yeah. game feel is king. Um, mm. can, the way you the way you are able to move your character on the screen almost matters more than anything else to me. Um, yeah. And so when I I club a guy in the head and the bat breaks over his head and then I try to pull out my gun and the, I get crushed I get rushed and I I'm not I'm too I'm too slow, 
all of that feels like I'm not in any sort of control of what's happening to the character. Right. Um, that I press a button and Ellie or whoever Abby will pull out the gun slowly and aim it up wobbly, and it's like no 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 I press yeah. the button do the mm-hmm. thing now um, and right. that 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 does happen. That in other completely games. breaks your immersion. It, it does. Like. It 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 yeah. it's weirdly that I can get more immersed in in a game like like neon white or something just because mm-hmm. yeah. i am one with the character meanwhile in yeah. the last of us i am not only just watching ellie do stuff on the screen but yeah. i'm also not having i'm also like i don't even know how to describe the difference but like yeah. i'm watching a movie and i'm also playing a bad game at the same time yeah mm-hmm. and i guess the last of us also more so than even something like assassin's creed or um oh that, it's pretty bad too or, assassin's creed well is. but i mean what i'm going to say is those are bad but the last of us is also putting pressure on you to do it quickly constantly um um like it's a very high tension, high pressure game, much more so than like you get rushed. Uh, Horizon, a lot. and, uh, and pretty much like, all of the gameplay is something that will respond very quickly. Something that is different to me than a lot of other games, especially Assassin's Creed, from my understanding, <clears throat> and yeah. very little I played, is that The Last of Us. At least if you play it on the right dip, well, I'm not saying the right difficulty. If you play yeah. it on a high difficulty, it's quite challenging, and yeah. that means there are consequences to what happens so in my case i do like controlling the character and i the wobbly gun part actually feels kind of like more immersive for me in a way it's still survival Mm horror-esque um yeah and i kind of like that so the difficulty makes me panic all the time and that is like that is by design but i will also say that that difficulty if you're not like you said, Cameron, you're not one with the character. You're not feeling this one-to-one. You're feeling this weird, yeah. like, cinematic distance from you and your player character. I would imagine the difficulty would only serve to exacerbate your frustrations. Yeah. Yeah, di- yes. Increasing, the, like, I by the end of the game of The Last of Us, I did beat it. But by the end of yeah. it, I literally went to the accessibility options and turned off all enemy AI and made myself <laughs> yeah. In- yeah. invisible because yeah. I was sick of it. I was so sick yeah. of yeah. controlling this wibbly-wobbly character, yeah. bumping into things and and falling over sticks. Yeah. And, like, that's so, – it's the same problem. Rockstar games are really, really bad about yeah. this. The animation, yeah. the animation priority is mm-hmm. so – intense yeah. and even the resident Evil 4 remake had this problem you just mentioned yeah. survival horror steven in my mind survival horror can be done without that you think if you think back to the original resident evil games when you press the button to fire a gun you aimed and you fired i mean obviously the actual I mean, movement of the controls was pretty clunky but right it, the, there was a one-to-one button press thing do go and that doesn't happen in last of us there's always a layer between the controller and the character of some of an animation or of a cutscene, because like One even when even like when a someone layer of film, yeah, it, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Because because even yeah. when that even after your bat breaks and somebody rushes you, you're suddenly in a cutscene. Someone is mm-hmm, grabbing yes. you and pushing you up against the wall, and you have zero control except yeah. for mashing yeah. a square, I guess. Um, and then you sort of get control back if you're able to push the guy yeah. off, and then you're wibbly wobbly so, again trying to pull your gun up. And may, so let, let me say that like I, I I think you explained that quite well actually. Uh, and I think that this is an experience. It's a give and take between the player and the designers in a way that is dangerous. <laughs> like I think <laughs> yeah. that yeah. yeah, I think that it is inherently risky and maybe even not a good idea to have a playable movie because mm. 
Yeah. When are you playing? When are you not playing? I want to do this. Right. No, you can't do that. Ellie doesn't want to. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> right. oh, I see. If you're yeah. in the flow, if you are, yeah. if you feel like the cutscenes, the quick time events, the uh, the animation priority is adding to your experience and making you feel more like you're there, um, then you you can find a way, at least I was able to find a way to willingly yeah. pass the controller back and forth uh, in a way that I will say never frustrated me. And <laughs> I played this game That's for like so 40 crazy. hours. See, and I, I could I, literally say the opposite. It never yeah. gelled with me one singular yeah. time. Mm -hmm. I never I'm, I'm, was one with I, the controller. I, I, I will use use this as a way to like um what would you say uh transition us into the more interesting topic we wanted to do which is the story but by saying that i feel kind of like i completely agree with you cameron that it didn't control well and i completely agree with you Stephen, that it's all about the experience of immersion and for me i had a terrible time with it because that disconnect between controlling the character and trying to immerse me in a movie felt like an uncanny valley that it, it never left and that I felt like completely lost in the entire time because yeah. I'm like I don't get to innovate I don't get to walk around I don't get to explore like a video game because anytime I try to do something that isn't directly exquisitely painstakingly designed by the designers uh, it's just that, going to brick wall it's just that's just taking it too far though because when you're in yeah. these environments I mean, I guess there's some animation priority, which is a stylistic yeah. choice, but you can do so many different simple things. Like you can yeah. you could stealth it, you could fight it, you could lay traps, you can run from people. You have to constantly sure. be thinking about what weapons do I have? I'm going to do long range. I'm going to do mid range. I'm going to yeah. all these split second decisions. Like I'm going to use up my <laughs> shotgun ammo to take right. out this enemy which will buy me time to run away and hide right. and then everyone fans out and looks for you like it's really yeah. quite dynamic and you could play these encounters in very different ways yeah it i'm not saying it doesn't have some basic gameplay mechanics i'm just saying every layer that they try to make it more immersive it it makes it 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 adds a thickness to the experience that makes it very hard to buy into and my yeah. bigger problem which goes into the narrative is that I think it hurts the narrative at every turn too. Because by so, trying to be a hyper-realistic game, it neither is a hyper-realistic natural narrative, nor is it a good video game. So I find it falls into the trap of actually hurting both things it's trying to do sure. by trying to do it. And I, I just, I wanted to say that spiel because yeah. um, I really do feel like your experience with this game is very hyperbolic. And that's yeah. that's okay. Like, I want to be quite clear here. I should be agreeing with you two. I am the one acting yeah. out of character here. But right. and the reason I defend this game so much is because you guys are so against it. Like, if I was talking to somebody right. who just adored it, I'd probably say, but it wasn't this kind of weird, and didn't you feel yeah. this? But anyway, so just to get well, that out there, yeah. it, it's then, not a bad game. It is not play poorly. And I really think it's unfair to say... You have to do exactly everything it wants you to do. That's just not true. Like you, it can feel bad, but the actual amount right. of freedom you have is serviceable at the very least. Uh, yeah, but I, that that said, I think it's a good transition. That's semi fair, but also in terms of like exploring 
the game and the environments, it, it does feel extremely like the game wants you to do something in particular. Oh, yeah. It's you have That's to go along I mean. their route. I guess I was more of just thinking the, the nitty. That's not combat. unique to it, for yeah. sure. And yeah, the combat. Yes, it, it does have some. So you're, you're totally right. There's. But yeah, I threw like some if you, you want to go over there. No, you're going over there <laughs> like that right. is true. <laughs> And, and yeah, see, my, totally. my complaints about it aren't even necessarily about the open-endedness or not. Um, right. It's all about how it feels to do the things, yeah. to do the open-endedness or not part. Uh, but I always want to say I agree with you, Stephen. I don't agree with you, but I yeah. understand where you're coming from. Um, and yeah. clearly me and Brian are not in the majority yeah. here. We are clearly we are in the vast outliers minority. Um, who, who, who don't appreciate what they've done in terms of the gameplay yeah. specifically clearly I'm the game sure sold... we're missing a lot of what makes it great like i'm sure i'm blind to a lot of it just because i didn't have that experience yeah and <laughs> and there's there's obviously no right or wrong here yeah. it's all opinionated but the majority yeah. of people yeah agree with you however yes, it it, it just there's <laughs> yeah for the first <laughs> time in the universe they all agree with you um yeah. but there's just this trend in yeah. games nowadays yeah. that is let's tell a story at the cost of the gameplay right and also its own story right that and that'll sense? be that'll be the interesting second part because I, we could go on a very long conversation about whether cinematic games are like whether that's a goal worth pursuing in the way that AAA games have been pursuing it and whether there are fundamental flaws to that mm -hmm. pursuit that we're starting to run up into but I am going to say as a transition here, once I switched to watching the cutscenes, I enjoyed the game 300% more. <laughs> yes. Um, I, no, much, this was longer game. <laughs> this was exactly yes. what I told you guys back in 2013 when the first one came out. I said I literally yeah. was suffering through the gameplay to enjoy the mm -hmm. cutscenes. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the right. same and thing happened. I remember you saying that, and I was like, really, Cameron? I don't remember it being that bad. Well, it's And then going to Last of Us 2, I'm like, hmm. It is important to remember that we talked about this game on Disembodied Voices back in 2012. And yeah. I believe so our opinions were... That. Cameron, you just said yours. And I'm like, what? It was art. <laughs> and then Brian <laughs> yeah. was like, uh, I kind of agree with Steven, but as time has gone on, he's been like, I actually, like if there's yeah. one game we disagree with or disagree on the most, it has always it been the, the first Last, Last of, of Us. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. The Last of Us 2 is just yeah. going to grind Tear your previous opinion into yeah. the ground because it's just so much more yeah. of the last of us yeah. and goes so yep. much harder on it yep yeah so that's so let's let's transcend transition into story because unlike yeah. the last of us one which i hated the gameplay but i loved every single millisecond of the story yeah i cannot say the same thing for this game but it's much more nuanced, I think, with the story I for me. I am so deeply conflicted. Yes, about the yes, story yes. Yeah, me too. And Stephen, I, I know... feel like I am still actively processing it. So anything I say today may not be reflective of what I think tomorrow. Like I I've had three years. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Stephen, I literally don't know if you ended up liking the overall story yeah, in general. So just can you just tell me that? Did you end up ending it going, hmm, okay, or hmm, okay. Um, well, I, I almost cried during the credits. I did cry. Mm. So 
But I'm not sure if that's because the story was good or not. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So you're exactly where I was. You were like, I hate this. I love this. I hate this. What do I think? I don't know what I think. Um, Yes. I I mean, if you just want the simplest answer, yes, I enjoyed the story and thought it was worth seeing. Okay. So Um, I actually agree with that. Yeah, leaving the value judgments aside for a second, which I think is a very interesting conversation. Like, what did you all get out of the story the most? Like, what was the most either meaningful or memorable or impactful thing about it for you? Beyond whether it was a good or bad story. I I did. Maybe that'll help us get there as someone who's undecided. (laughs) Yeah. um, I mean, thematically, you could obviously go on about, oh, hatred Mm -hmm. and revenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's... that's, And that may be it. Like, it's overplayed, it. I think. Cool. But yeah. w- what I really got out of it was the was Abby. Um, yeah, I, I mm-hmm. really thought it was super. Well, okay, no, I hated it at first. I yeah. when you switched you to should. playing as Abby, I was pissed yeah. off for like oh, when you four switch. hours. Oh, when you switched to Abby, yeah, because yeah, I was like, I hate this woman. I don't want to play as this woman. I love Ellie. Yeah. Where's Ellie? This so is you were Metal Gear Solid twoing it a little bit. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a really You're good right. way to put it. That's a really good comparison. But then when I look. When I look backwards at Metal Gear Solid 2 and when I look backwards at Last of Us Part 2, I go, hold on, that was really clever and really, really an interesting way to get you to look at somebody else's life in a different perspective. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And not not right when it ended, but in hindsight, that's what I got out of that game the most was looking at someone else's perspective as closely as you possibly can look at your own perspective because that's right. what you do yeah. in that game you yeah. have an intimate relationship with ellie and then they throw it all away and they say now you're going to be intimately relationship with abby and you are going to like yeah. it and it's like oh okay yeah. i've never I done mean, that that's, before that's the, they had such uh, like excruciating and um believable detail about abby's life yeah who she knows yeah. where she lives what her day-to-day is <laughs> To the point where, yeah, I had that same experience where I was playing it, and I'm like, "Oh no, I might be more invested in Abby I'm falling than, yeah, for than Abby. Ellie at this point." <laughs> yes, yeah. it's just like yeah. I, her story is just as complex and messed up and and compelling as as Ellie's. Yeah, and oh no, they're gonna come to a head at some point. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yep, they certainly is, do. Yeah, this is difficult to to yeah. deal with. I think yeah. something else like that. Uh, it also uses the video game thing well by doing that through the the use of player characters. Like that's a pretty cool idea, mm-hmm. too, because the mm-hmm. connection you have to a player character, you actually you know have to be that character for a very long extended <laughs> period of time and get mm-hmm. to know them and try to you are actively trying to help them survive for a long time. So that's a pretty neat idea. It, it was too. very smart of yeah. them, I think, to start with that sudden switch to Abby. And all yeah. you're doing it's, it is your first encounter with the infected. So you're just, yeah. you're surviving, yeah. you're, you know, crawling right. under things and, and barely getting away. So yeah. very quickly, I was like, I don't really know who this is. And I am yeah. suspicious about why she's here, mm-hmm. but right. I, I want her to survive. Like I, I she's yeah. me, like I care about her. And so then when yeah. it turns on you like that, it was just like, oh, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. I, I should yeah. have let her get eaten. Yeah, it's, um, it's shoot there was another point i was going to make about that oh and something else i thought was really interesting was that whole world of abby's you experience it as ellie but with no empathy whatsoever ellie just you know kills the dog and says stupid dog and just walks past abby's world 
and doesn't even think to humanize it even slightly. And so it's really interesting walking through all that same stuff with no empathy for it whatsoever, and then walking through all of the same stuff as Abby. Like, that is a very interesting mm-hmm. story mechanic. It, it, it's, um, we were talking, Brian, about yeah. um, video games doing things that only video games could do mm-hmm. um, to, 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 bring, to bring across a story, to get across a story. And I yeah. think this yeah. might be, surprisingly, it's close. something cl- it's close. Because yeah. it, you really, the intimate detail of which you learn about yeah. Well, because we had a whole game with Ellie, right? That yeah. was getting to know Ellie and intimately getting to know yeah. Ellie and Ellie's side of the of the world. And, you know, at the very yeah. end when Joel kills Abby's dad. And um, yeah. that's us getting to know as the whole first game. So this this game yeah. is the same thing, but for the bad guy. And that's yeah. so mm-hmm. interesting and unique. And you could almost only do that with gameplay um, by putting your yeah. hands on say, the triggers of Ellie right. or Abby, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say, and that's where I wouldn't go too far, though, because I think a TV show could get you just as emotionally connected to a character. So it's, like, so close. Yeah, but, like, has but it? It's a I different thing, though. Absolutely, I have felt more connected to characters. No, than no, I no, 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 no. What I'm saying or, is, or what I'm saying is, has a, a TV yeah. show ever had season one been about... Buffy. No, but I'm and saying then, I see no you're... reason it couldn't. I see no reason at all that it couldn't. Right, but it hasn't. Right, but that's a different argument. Uh, okay. It's not unique to video games. That's just unique to this. Well, it is story. unique to video games because it hasn't been done anywhere else. Okay, but that's kind of semantics. <laughs> well, okay. I, yeah, uh, maybe I'm kind of missing the point you're making, but it definitely does change yeah. things by putting hands on the controller, right? Like, that's it's a different right. way of storytelling. Yes, but to, to back up there, I... Cameron was referring to a conversation we'd had earlier about oh. storytelling mechanics that can only be done in a video game. And I was just pushing back a little bit and saying the idea of this empathy for multiple perspectives could, I don't see it uniquely being something done in video games, even if I it mm-hmm. hasn't necessarily been done and that I know of it like a TV show. But like I said, that it's nitpicking. I do think it was a really interesting um, story technique. Okay. Well, um, so Steve, what was your what about for you? Like, yeah. What was, yeah, what was your main takeaway uh oh well i guess for me so when this game was first announced i believe one of the first gameplay uh uh, like sequences they released i was watching on like a fairly grainy like probably like an e3 stream or something right and uh it was the forest of seattle uh when ellie's sneaking around and the religious cult group was sacrificing people um, and literally disemboweling them um, in the distance of the camera. And I remember starting to watch that gameplay and I felt, I didn't really know what the game was about, but I instantly felt this sense of dread. And I'm just like, oh, this is, I don't know why. It's just something about the voice acting, something about what was happening in the background. And I just thought to myself, this is not like other games. This is, this is legitimately, disturbing i'm i don't i don't want to watch this (laughs) i'm like i'm i'm out like i I don't know what they're doing with the sequel but i don't think i can play it Mm -hmm. and i didn't and then 2020 came around and everyone a lot of people also didn't play it because emotionally they couldn't handle it at the time and i'm like well i guess i'm just not gonna play that game but in the back of my mind for some reason i just yeah had this curiosity this sense where i'm like I got to see what that was about. Like I heard people talk about it here and there. People hated it. People loved it. But I just had this feeling every time I saw something about it, I remembered it. So I'm like, yeah, I think I got to try it. And as I was playing it, 
the whole way through, all I could think about was the uh, stories that I had learned by reading about and listening to the history of the Middle East. I was thinking yeah. about the partition of India, uh, which was yeah. this colossal event in world history yeah. that I never learned about growing up at all. It just isn't really taught very much in America about how this nation is divided in two artificially and overnight yeah. neighbors become vengeful, bloodthirsty right. murderers to each other because they're in different religions, religions who, who live side by side for years as neighbors, but suddenly the streets were just running with blood and overrun with yeah. uh, hatred and hate crime and violence. And just, I yeah. could not believe the story. It was, it felt like fiction. Um, yeah. And I'm captivated by, by that idea because, I don't know, there's something in my brain where I just, I rebel so much of it against, against tribalism. Like it really mm -hmm. gets under my skin and I see that in politics and you see that in history and it fascinates me. But also I just feel like the yeah. more I really deeply think about it and learn about it and accept it in myself, the more empathy I have for people. And I feel like the better we could do in the world. And so as I'm playing this game, I'm just like, this is, yeah. this is the partition of India in so many ways. These groups, sometimes literally religious, not right. seeing each other and just shooting each other yeah. in the streets. Like I said, this is going to be a darker episode. So sorry, everybody. Right, right, but, right, right. right. Like but that. there's so many examples of that, like when Isaac con confronts Abby and he's just like, get away from that scar. Like he literally only sees that person as a scar. Like there yeah. is no other... There is no other um, uh, priority he's giving it. Like it's it's that is all he can see is the the group categories that they've laid over people. In the yeah, the group categories that they have built up to survive, honestly, like yeah. to to keep the mm -hmm. enemy at bay. And then like, <clears throat> at, um, shoot, what's his name? Abby's boyfriend or ex boyfriend? Um, uh, Owen. You, Owen. Owen. Yeah, and Owen yeah. is like the only character in the entire cast who can see other yeah. the others for being human. And yeah. I just thought, in a very subtle way, and I'm like, oh, that's so interesting. Um, mm -hmm. And so I finished the game, and I was reading about it a little bit, and I found out that Neil Druckmann uh, had experiences growing up in Israel. And I'm like, mm -hmm. holy cow. He, he actually made this game based on his experiences in political violence and otherwise that he saw in the middle east i was just like right whoa this yeah. is an intensely personal game and so yeah. i am not a hyper violence kind of person i yeah i've often says like i have said in the past like oh you don't need to go so hard and so yeah. brutal i get your point kind of rolling my eyes and this yeah. game i truly think you can make the argument that it does that and yeah if you could be repulsed by this game and you should be, yeah. but at the yeah. same time, I felt that story yeah. he was telling and by yeah. grueling as grueling as it was forcing myself through inch by inch, right. perpetrating really heinous things over and over again. Right. The fact that I had to get through all of that with the controller in yeah. my hand made yeah. the experience genuinely powerful for me and yeah. i hated it but i am glad i played it and that was a yeah. really long monologue i am sorry yeah <laughs> but wow that was my experience with the game that was impressive um no i i actually completely have never first of all i've never thought about that perspective before but it 
Yeah. I've been I've been keeping up with a lot of interesting current events over in Israel, funnily enough. Oh um, yeah. And yeah. Y- you're exactly right. It's so interesting like a, 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 a an imaginary line divides human beings that they just kill each other mm-hmm. over, you know. Um mm-hmm. so I have never thought about that perspective and I actually really appreciate it. Um yeah. and I 100% agree with you until the final third of the game or maybe fourth. Right. Um, oh yeah. And I think let's get into the critiques after we I'll just share my oh, yeah, favorite sure. part no, of it. And then I don't let's care about that, your opinion. Then I want to talk after that, more. I do want to, I do have <laughs> critiques and stuff too, but I'll just share okay. for me. Interestingly, mine is different from both of yours. Um, while I did definitely notice the whole empathy for Abby thing and the, um, uh, tribalistic, uh, bloodbath that occurs there. I think what captured me most, my favorite scene in the entire game was the last one where you see the guitar and through the window you see Ellie walking away. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was just just captured me. I'm like, huh, what happened there? Like, what internally happened between Ellie and Joel and this entire game being Ellie's processing of that grief? Yeah. That's what captured me most about it. The little journal entries she would write trying to find the right song lyrics, not being able to find the eyes yeah. to put into mm-hmm. Joel's face. All of that stuff, I don't, not saying I fully understand it because I just experienced the story, but it was always what what drew, drew me deepest into the narrative. I'm like, what's going on there? Why is Ellie so mad about this? Why, mm-hmm. um, why can't she write the song about Joel? What was going on between her and Joel? Like what, why is processing her grief going in this direction? And that ending scene where she sees Joel's bloody face as she's killing Abby or trying to kill Abby. And then she sees Joel just look at her sadly. And then she stops trying to kill Abby. Like that transition was Mm -hmm. also super interesting to me. And so I've still just kind of been chewing in my mind, like what was going on with Ellie and what was going on with her relationship to Joel and, and Joel's death. Like I thought all of that stuff was really subtly done and just, that's probably the biggest thing that I'm going to remember about it were all the scenes that, that drew attention to that dynamic. Mm-hmm. And it kind of felt to me that like Ellie was obsessed with getting revenge for Joel. And then she realized when fighting Abby that she's like, oh, wait, the reason I'm so mad about this is because I actually feel incredibly guilty about where I left it with Joel and that I never actually got to forgive him and I never yeah. got to get resolution. And the last thing was him just looking at me sadly. And then she's like, all right, I just need to let that go. And she left the guitar behind, which was also her connection to Joel. Like every time she'd play it, she'd flashback. And so by leaving that behind, it felt like she was, it was an incredibly sad ending, but it also felt like she's actually moving on. And maybe she could go back to um, where she used to live, or maybe she could find other people. But there was a sense of like, instead of seeking revenge for this, I'm going to Mm -hmm. realize this is grief, let it process it and actually let it go rather than continuing to obsess over it, which I just thought all of that. I don't know if I'm reading the canonical interpretation into it, mm-hmm. but it really got me to think about that kind of well, stuff. Well, and that, and, that, uh, that guitar, you're right. It was this physical totem of her connection right. to Joel. And the fact that she moved out to that, you know, idyllic house uh, and right. started a family essentially, but she still kept the guitar up in its case in the upper bedroom. Right. And it was still and there. Her hatred of, and her hatred of Joel led her to losing her fingers, which meant she couldn't even play it anymore. Right. Um, which is yeah, also interesting. So like so all the stuff around the there. guitar and 
Ellie's journaling and all of that I thought was fantastic. And that's definitely what I drew out of it the most. Hmm. So yeah, that was it for me. So no, now we're all thinking we return. This is, just, this is all just yeah. thinking. Yeah, time. no, that, that silence was literally me. So I think it was Mark Brown who said mm. um, something like the okay that said a thousand words. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. This, it all leads back to the lie Joel told Ellie. Yes. Um, and, you know, promised me, swear to me, swear to me that you're telling, you, you tell me everything. And, he goes, yeah. I swear, and she she goes, okay. Um, yeah. All of that hatred and confusion and um, yeah. and pain towards Joel leads back to that one singular moment. Yeah, the um, whole yeah. game. <laughs> which, like... Yeah, and that, I just, I can't even think of a better anything than that scene. It's unbelievably, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's unbelievably good, and... It does make sense that an entire whole other chapter of a story has to explain that okay. Um, yeah. Because on the it, other it's hand, that deep, essentially. Yeah. But it, on the other it, hand, sometimes I do feel like you're taking a, a 10, you know, $100 million to do something that in the end can't, it as, actually, elegantly, in, yeah. can't as elegantly uh, contain all of that as that one moment did. It's like you spent all this time trying to get a moment as clear as that, and you can't. It's hard to because that was mm-hmm. that well, was it was, such it a was perfect. perfect. Um, yeah. There's there's yeah. no the story of Ellie yeah. and Joel as a yeah. storytelling character as storytelling characters mm-hmm. ended there. Um, yeah. The 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 continuation of their story is entirely frivolous. Now, yeah. frivolous is not a bad word. It could, it could be good yeah. frivol, if that's how yeah. you describe that. <laughs> but yeah. in essence, it's frivolous because that was yeah. the ending of their story arc. There is no repairing yeah. that. There is no getting around that. Yeah. That's how it ends. And that's how it ended. Yeah. Um, yeah. There is no forgiveness ever. Yeah. Joel never yeah. gets the forgiveness and their relationship is always strained. And uh, yeah. Ellie is never satiated even when like someone said a second ago she had an idyllic house and and girlfriend yeah. and a family she no it but wasn't was good still enough obsessed. the yeah. only way she stopped the only way she stopped was well you know what that's a problem i had with the ending there's no reason she should have stopped she should have absolutely killed abby and it makes no sense that she didn't um, well, and it actually my... it felt like it weakened the yeah. entire story that she didn't See, kill Abby. That was maybe my favorite moment because I saw her take that step of realizing that the anger came from the grief. Ah, it ruins the whole story though. She what did you just mm. do for 40 hours? You murdered a yeah. baby. Well, you killed okay. a dog. Here is here is my um like I would say my problem with the story, um, which I think ties into your story or your your point cameron which is that i think there is a beautiful story here that was told at the wrong length with the wrong um excessiveness in the wrong medium and so i think it was mostly (laughs) ruined by where it was done and how it was done but i think there's goodness there but i just felt at the end i'm like that felt excessive and unnecessary were words that kept coming to mind like it just felt too much I mean, right. it definitely—it almost feels long. like the yeah. You would think that 
this if we call it a draft this game this yeah. draft that came that they came out with should have been boiled yeah. down into the okay at the end of the last yes game. rather yeah. than taking the okay and unraveling it like yeah i i like, and like I just one other thing i want to oh go ahead steven yeah it's fine i was gonna say something more boring probably oh no maybe i was just gonna say one other thing <laughs> that i can't square with it is like the character that i just put so much praise on ellie with the guitar and her relationship with joel i just can't square it with murdering hundreds and hundreds of people like it just fundamentally is silly to me and so combining this incredibly naturalistic sensitive thing with this medium of a video game where you're just murdering tons and tons of people unrealistically so for who she is as a person just feels silly to me and i just can't square those two things that it feels like a cohesive narrative and doesn't feel like a surrealistic and kind of sick fantasy and so i just it just doesn't work for me on that level. Even most though I games, think there's most games good story get now. away with that because they're not trying. Because they don't go this hard. Right. They're it not trying this to sensitive do this. and this beautiful. Like it's it's a victim of its own success, really. Like, yeah. When you're yeah. playing, what Crash it's doing, there's a reason that should be in a movie and not in a video game. Because you turn it into something kind of sick and weird by putting it in a video game like this. And it just feels wrong to me. It feels off. I think that like they just like I, I do agree something. with you kind of on a fundamental level. Like I think that as much the more money and investment they pour into this model of game that they have, right, the more it heightens what it is. And I think yes. that The Last of Us was actually very successful in saying, All right, we realize that it doesn't make sense that Nathan Drake would do this. But if yeah. we tone it down a little bit and suddenly make it hit close to home and make you play as someone who would do something like this, yes, um, it it works. And I yep. think yeah. that that still like that still comes across in the sequel yeah. to me. Like, yeah, yes, literally Ellie probably didn't kill all of those people <laughs> that she yeah. killed. Like, how could she possibly do that? But I do right. think she's a murderer. I do think sure, she lives in a world where every absolutely like, her 100%. conversation with Dina, like, yes, so how I old were that. you when you first killed someone? Oh, I was ten. Yeah, whoa. That, no, I completely like, agree with you. There. And so the fact yeah. that like they're so tender with each other and they care about each other so much, mm -hmm. and they turn around and just shoot someone in the head, yes. like that's the world completely. They Did they do yeah. it too many times? Yes. Yes. <laughs> absolutely, hundred percent. At the same time, as a player, that almost like. Well, the thing is, if they wanted can, to involve you, you in the cycle of violence. As yes, but I, I also would right? say that, like, yes, but then you could say, why don't they make it a short game where, like, you just right. you do it a few at a few important times? But there's right, something right. you do have to make a leap of faith and maybe even yeah. a leap of logic, right? Because you want to play the game, right? Is that right. kind of what you're uh, if, if you yeah. are? Well, yes, but there's also a tonal part that kind of works for me. Yeah. You kind of have to do it enough for mm. it to start feeling gross. Like, I mean, okay, if, I actually get um, that. I, I'm I'm not saying yeah. it's it's a good. I, I still just I'm think not telling such a naturalistic, realistic narrative in such a ridiculous, over the top thing. It's like not if it was like Rambo or something where it's obviously over the top, then I get that. But it, it's a very weird line it's walking. It's not that weird, though, because at least not to me, because for a starter, mm. you are in a world of zombies. So I guess that's kind of absurd. But, <laughs> but true. The moment to moment things aren't 
really that crazy. Like you feel no, it's hunted, just that there are so many of you them. You feel overwhelmed when someone finally yeah. jumps you. Like, and this is worth saying. If you're listening to this and you haven't played the game, yeah. uh, I mean, you're you're living your own life. That's that's fine, <laughs> right? But yeah, they like this is instantly recognizable. But the behavior of the uh of the other people in the game, right, and the way that you kill them is yeah unlike anything i've ever seen in a game and yeah. probably for good measure just like the yeah the way that they cry out in real human pain and yeah you can't if you shoot someone with a shotgun it's going to do what a shotgun should do to somebody's face and so it's like yeah. i hesitate every time i have to be put in that position and i've many times yeah. felt like this is too much there are too many people they hate me so much like yeah i think that those are the situations ellie would be in and abby would be in and that instinct of survival again and again and again and they just keep coming and you start to get numb to it you start to like have tactics to just like what we'll do is i'll Mm. just take them out one by one and now i know how to do it and now i'm being competent but my very competence just makes me more of a monster i definitely had that arc uh, so I yeah. think that there is a, an amount right. of value that you can only get through that. Right. No, that's a really good point because they are like, you get that sense from like Manny, especially like these people are soldiers that have gotten so used to this line of work that they don't really see them as people. And that is very much how players view NPCs as well. Right. right. I mean, NPC, the very term is like uh, dehumanizing. But now the NPCs um, are calling out by name to the people that right. you killed. And that happens so in the cutscenes too. Yeah. It's like, I think you make a super good point there. And I, I could part imagine, of the reason I'm conf- oh, oh, go ahead, Cameron. I, I just, I could imagine, this is all, I agree, this is a very good point that I hadn't exactly thought of it either. I don't think it really changed my mm-hmm. opinion, but it's a good point mm-hmm. nonetheless. But it, it reminds yeah. me, it, if Ellie was a soldier in World War II who dropped off on the beach yeah. of Normandy and made it to the end of the war and yeah. survived probably yeah. killed about as many people you know what i mean like working yeah. their way up the beach of you know the beaches of france city to city right. clearing out the germans slowly i totally almost kind of makes sense you would have this yeah. crazy three-week adventure ad- adventure quote-unquote of killing right. people and yeah. surviving um that's true so it's a, it's a thought i've never really Again, I don't really think it changes my opinion on the, the absurdity of it and how yeah. straight laced it's trying to play. But I, but I, yeah. I, I really appreciate the perspective because you're right. Yeah, there's there's a there's a point where it crosses over yeah. the realistic and goes into no, you're yeah. just continuing to, to prove to the world that you are a bad person. You're you're bad. You're numb to yeah. it now. Keep on yeah. being evil because you're so angry. Um, yeah. So I, that's a good point, Stephen. Thank you for yeah. that perspective. Honestly, yeah. I had not even considered that before. Yeah. And so it's it's something I feel very conflicted on, as I said at the beginning of this, because I do feel um, a sense of disgust with the game, a sense of distaste with it, a sense that it is uh, excessive, that it is um, uh, kind of exploitative. Um, and... On, but at the second, on the other hand, I'm like, a lot of that may have been intentional, um, which kind of goes into my other problem with the game, which is I feel very emotionally manipulated by the game. And I don't love that in media. And it's not unique to this, but it's it really trades in those type of tropes a lot of we're going to have a touching moment with this character. So you really, really care when we kill them in the next scene. 
And so the whole time, just mm -hmm. kind of like feel like you're trying to draw on my strings a little too obviously. It overdoes everything. And there's very little room for subtlety. And I don't love that in storytelling. It's not yeah. my preferred brand of storytelling. And it's a problem with a lot of prestige TV I have. And this this just trades in it like at 200%. So it's another problem I have with it in general. I um, think like I like, yeah, like that is a that is the reasonable human reaction. And I also feel that way. Like, yeah. Did they have to go? Was it? Did they need to do this much? and come at it so aggressively to tell the story was this right was this necessary at the same time yeah that That's so very question is what the game is about so like i think the yeah. only reason i was able to stomach it and feel like i yeah. got something out of it is because i don't know there were probably better ways to do it and i can't yeah. say it was all elegant but yeah it's kind of like i mean in the end we we judge a, a piece of art by a you know, seeing all of our collective experiences against it and mm -hmm. what did it, what did it inspire in us? And for me, I came away saying this, this is a beautiful story that I wish was told differently in a different medium, in a different way, but that's not how everyone's going to come to. Yeah. It, that was just my experience with it. I, I think um, like, as far as like the more exploitative angle, it yeah. definitely goes too far. Yeah. Um, and it is exploitative and I guess you could say it's manipulative. It's yeah. certainly upsetting. And I, yeah. But I think mm -hmm. that the, to me, yeah. it was done for a reason. It was not because yeah, I don't, I, doubt that. I don't like many, like, I guess modern shows as well and many modern games because they're doing that to be cool or to shock mm -hmm. you or to, right. there is not a single moment in this game where you're like, that was awesome. Like, and also, mm. it never feels <laughs> like, I don't know. I guess part of it is... I'm trying to think if there ever was. I'm now thinking <laughs> through the game in my mind. It's hard to come up with one. I felt kind of cool uh, Which is a pretty true times, in the first game as well. Uh, I, I felt a little cool a couple times as Ellie when yeah. I really did something uh, yeah. smart. But then I'm like, well, that man is on fire now, so never mind. <laughs> do, do, you feel, do you feel awesome after realizing that you are the villain in Shadow of the Colossus? Um, no, no, you never... No, de definitely not. Yeah, so, um, I mean, the first time you beat a Colossus, you're like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm stabbing a big thing. Yeah. Woo! And then you... Yeah. I, I, I even remember yeah. halfway through that game, my dad walked up yeah. and was like, why are you yeah. killing that thing? And and yeah. I was like, I don't know. And he's like, it doesn't seem like he's really doing anything to harm you. And I'm like, oh, yeah. dang it. Huh. I, and I think, like, that's a great... <laughs> and I don't want to, like, do this as a... This could seem like a very jerky thing to do to, to Steven, especially. But like, that's a great example of the type of storytelling I love way more than this type of storytelling. Not to say like Shadow of the Colossus is just a better game than this. And you're dumb for liking a game other than Shadow of the Colossus. But like, <laughs> that is my um, regular stance, though. <laughs> uh, but like, that's just I love that kind of storytelling so much. So th what I'm trying to say, this is always going to be an uphill battle for me. Is like, this, this yeah, is not this the whole kind of storytelling game shouldn't like. exist. Like, and, right. see, I'm the opposite. I, yeah, totally, Cameron. You and I are very different in yeah, this respect. Yeah, uh, in theory, Last of Us, well, the first one, was exactly the kind of thing I love. It, it right. Literally to a T, I love this overproduced movie-esque game right. type thing. Totally. And I, 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 that's my favorite thing, but this game clearly didn't hit the mark for me. And that's so interesting to me, because I would assume I'm just the anomaly for not liking that kind of stuff. Um, and you and know, that I, you would I've love been, it. I've been really down on the story. I liked the story. Um, yeah. 
I I had a lot of problems with it, but I think overall I I, I really appreciated all of the characters. They're so incredibly well done. Lev is a, yeah. such a cool character. He he is the yeah. coolest new addition mm. to the, to the, the series. I, I really appreciated him. Um, Interesting. He felt very out of left field for me. Maybe my least favorite part was all the scar you, stuff. But we haven't. You gotten didn't into that. get to play as in the scar area very much. I don't think that's true. Um, I saw a lot of walking through it, but I didn't play in it. Very yeah, Lev really helps Abby mechanically a lot, which is kind of okay. cool. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's been three years. I I, I just remember yeah. liking Lev a lot. Um, yeah. Where was I going with that point? You were saying you liked the story, but oh, something. but it, it, yeah. All of the problems that we've named so far is yeah are, are issues with it. But I was actually completely fine with it up until I just really want to talk about the last fourth because what the crap. Yeah. So and yeah. I, I really want to hear okay. your thoughts on this as well, okay. Stephen. Because this is yes, I I was almost like, man, that was awesome. I mean, I just don't yeah. don't like the gameplay, but oh my gosh, the story was so crazy, and then. It starts back up, um, and Ellie yeah. goes back out into the world to try this to find Joel the, the second This is maybe the weirdest time. pacing I have seen so for an epilogue in so my life. So weird. And she like and I will goes say, to a random town. I will say this is the part that started to feel a little Apocalypse Now surrealism, where I'm like, uh, is this like really literally reality of what's happening, or is this starting to get like into weird symbolism like when you go to the beach and there are all these people tied up and it's like this right. is like almost getting into fever dream god yeah i was weirdness. i was very disoriented yes no i was too you you've totally nailed it when when it, 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 she yeah. left the farmhouse i was wanting the credits to roll actually but yeah. it didn't and she, yeah. she appeared at little suburb and was like yeah. digging underground and looking not not, not right. actually underground but in basements looking for a radio i was like what yeah. is happening right why now? i'm so continuing like why is right there was a clear ending point. There was like seven right. clear ending well, points. I guess like maybe right. we should back up just for a second because the thing <laughs> that, that kicks this act off is what yeah. felt like the end of the game, right? Like yeah. when Ellie and Abby finally fight. Yes. That was like one of the most clever boss fights I've ever seen. So in a game. cool. Yep. Where it's like, oh. That I probably missed on by watching it. I wasn't quite sure how it was working mechanically. Well, it's just interesting because you've been playing, you know, as Ellie for three days. Then Abby yeah. is three days. You find Ellie finally after she's murdered all your yeah. friends. And the final boss is Ellie. Like, uh-huh. so you're the playing protagonist. Abby. Okay. So you're only playing as Abby. And. All the things Ellie can do, she's doing. She's laying traps. She's sneaking mm. around. And you're just like, That's cool. I'm terrified of Ellie right now. She I was literally yeah. yelling, I don't want to do this. I yeah. don't want to hurt yeah. Ellie. Stop, stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when they're fighting, I'm just like, please stop. I, I know both of your lives. Like, they did it. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. I lived both of their lives for three days. They want yeah. to kill each other. And I just am screaming at them to stop. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And yeah. then yeah. they do. And yeah. they yep. go their separate ways, and the epilogue starts playing, and it settles down. Ellie has nightmares. Still, yeah. they didn't go away, and she's like, "Well, yeah, guess I better go try again." <laughs> like, yeah. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what is happening? Like, she could have yeah. had nightmares, and that could have been the end because it ended exactly. Oh, it ended exactly like the first game with ambiguity. It's like the yeah. you end the you end the first game with a very ambiguous. Okay, I I guess I believe you. You end the second game with I'm still messed up. That's what this world is. Everyone is always messed up. No, she yeah. has to go out again. And leave this perfectly tied in a in a sort of a raggedy bow ending, yeah. and redo the whole game. What is happening right now? I was 
I was that was as angry as I've been at the entire game at that point. I could not believe what I was seeing. Um, right. And then it continued yeah. to just be like in in the first Last of Us, there was that sewer section. It was like I don't know forty minutes of gameplay before yeah. you got to the hospital, and you're like, yeah, can, can we get this over with, please? Yeah. Um, in, in this one, there's like four hours of gameplay and there's oh, no wow. story told at all essentially in this little ending section before like there's a slaver camp or something that she's res- she's well, the, now that, she's rescuing abby for some reason now because she wants to kill is, abby like, like they set up at the end of the game i don't i guess it's the last fourth of the game maybe even less than that they're like new area new art design yep new group yeah. new villains yep new just yeah. like here's a new thing and it's like what and the strangest thing is ellie doesn't care like it's mm-hmm. it's a very surreal thing because what you pick yeah. up on very quickly is there are people here who have a farm and a town and they're yeah. enlisting enlisting they're enforcing slave labor by people they capture to like water their crops and they're yeah. just the, they're the worst of the worst of the worst yeah and like you're just like whatever, whatever, whatever. You and there's, there's a there sense no that you kick off an entire prison result and it starts burning, and Ellie just walks she away. She just walks it's away. Like, it's like <laughs> she's left this like path of violence behind her as the world is burning, and she's just moving on to the next thing. Like and it's, it's baffling. Like, there, I, I agree with you, Cameron. That it, it's, I don't know if it's good, and it's just really, yeah, really unusual and disruptive and kind of unsatisfying but i was also fascinated yeah. by it like i i was about to say uh, it was probably the most evocative interesting part of the game to me like i was just like again i didn't play through all of it i watched a compilation so it was maybe an hour the whole thing <laughs> but i was like this is weird but this is kind of fascinating in a way the rest of the game hasn't been because it's weird and so suddenly it's all clicking a little bit more for me where I'm not feeling as much of that disconnect because it all kind of has this fever dream unreality to it, which kind of fits the tone of what you're doing more than the rest of the game did. It, like, um, gameplay wise. Now, it, as for the storytelling, I'm not sure I can justify why they did that. It's um, so strange. Tonally, I thought it was interesting. Um, I mean, I guess the real question is why didn't story. they just lead to this in the first place? Why did Ellie have to... Why did Abby decide to give up? Right. Ellie go back home. Then Ellie go start the hunt again. And yeah. then have a second confrontation. Like, I, I think right. that's really the... I don't but, know if it's a, you know, something yeah. we have to answer, but like that's the that's the elephant like, in the it's room. It's hard to right? see why they didn't just have Ellie break Abby out of Wolf Prison and have the same fight in the first place. In right. right, that's yeah. what I was about to say. I actually don't even mind the relapse you know yeah in, in theory it's kind of interesting um yeah but when you when it's a video game and you have to go play through yeah. four more hours right. of weird I didn't do that thing yeah um it doesn't make any sense because i agree yeah. if they had if they had ellie uh, abby leaves ellie alive ellie goes lives yeah. with with dina and baby and yeah. then has a relapse and heads out and just like the you 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 hard cut to ellie kicking abby's yeah. door in and then they fight like yeah. that yeah. makes yeah. at least more sense. And that's basically what I me. experienced, or very close to that. And so it wasn't nearly as jarring for no, me. No, there was a lot it. of game there, man. It, it was there was not. A I I didn't see almost any gameplay. It was just the storytelling, which um, but even it, then was really weird. I'm like, 
why are you introducing this new group of just super bad evil cultist people who have no humanity after you worked so hard trying to give everyone else humanity? It's really weird. Maybe that was the idea. Maybe the idea was... I don't was, know, maybe? Here's the, here, here's the actual... See how decent yeah. Abby and Ellie are? This is the real evil in the world. And I it don't feels, know. It feels amateurish, essentially. It feels it like... Feels it feels like DLC. Yeah, <laughs> like they really wanted to add an extra bit of like PlayStation suits were like, you need two, you need four more hours. And, and Neil's like, ah, oh, crap. Okay. Uh, write yeah. four more hours somehow. It, yeah. it, it can work. It could have yeah. worked. It didn't work. And I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it honestly, it kind of ruined it for me because when Ellie comes yeah. back home, and Dina's not yeah. there. I'm like, we already did this once. She already walked in yeah. the cabin all sad and did sad things in the cabin and walked around the the, the, the planes in the, the fenced cabin area, sadly. like. Oh, you mean when she had the kid with her? Yeah. I mean, see, to me, like, I actually yeah. liked a lot of Ellie in the, in the, in the house because... Yeah. The first time or the second time? Both times. Okay. Because the fact that she tried to move on without moving on yeah i thought was really kind of arresting in a way like that whole yeah. sequence where the door slams close in the barn and she yeah. flashes back to joel's you know mm-hmm. dead face again it's just so sudden and i think when that happened i was like oh right this is this is how ptsd works this isn't yeah. over and the yeah. fact that she chose she chose revenge, or at the very least, she chose closure, some sort of healing. Yeah, some sort of twisted healing over yeah. Dina. And yeah. then when she got back, Dina was gone because she's like, it, it was showed that Ellie could not have another relationship until she had closure on her relationship with Joel. Like that was such an un. But she didn't even get closure. But she, I think she did. That's my <laughs> argument about it. It was all unspoken, lot. though. <laughs> so it was unspoken how, closure. How could she possibly? That's okay. There's another issue. It's like, what's the yeah. difference between Abby letting Ellie live and Ellie letting Abby live? Why did one time she get closure and one time she not? Because she made the choice not to kill Abby. That's really, really messed up. That what that? Oh, that's, I more that's think pretty that, yeah. key, honestly. Like, to, yeah, I don't to see have why Abby somebody would give spare her your life versus sparing someone else's life is yeah. is is on but the to, other to cameron's point about this the the epilogue and the pacing and all of that i would once again say this story feels like it's told too excessively in the wrong way in the wrong medium and that's how i would say the epilogue as well like oh, there are good like, ideas there but i i'm yeah. ambiguous i'm not saying it's all great but i mean let's maybe yeah. like we could even end with this but yeah. let's talk about the the yeah. the second fight between abby and ellie which right. by the way really long it's so that is probably the single most poignant way to explain my perspective on the game. Yeah. Not even saying it's good or bad, but that would not be the same way watching it in a movie. It just, yeah. I don't, your experience, Brian, could have been incredible or terrible or just nothing. Yeah. But it was not the same as having to do that. Like, right. it was the most unpleasant, brutal thing <laughs> I've had to endure in a game in like ever, probably. But yeah. Um, all that said, uh, Ellie changes her mind when suddenly she has a flashback to Joel, but it's not him dead, it's him alive. And yeah. that is alluding to the porch scene where she yeah. says she can never forgive him, but she'd like yeah. to try. 
Yeah. And that's the key. Like, that's yeah. what we're talking about here. And I don't think they fully explain it. I think you have to interpret nope. it. Uh, this is why I like that, like that porch scene, Ellie's relationship with Joel. That all is my favorite part of this game because it's the only part that I don't feel like I'm getting hit over the head with the frying pan about. And mm. I actually have to kind of work a little bit to interpret it and have to, and I'm given some room to process it emotionally on my own instead of having it pre-chewed and shoved down my throat, which is what I feel like when experiencing the rest of the story in this game. We'll, we'll, um, we'll so return, I'm very different from Cameron. We'll return on to this that because I'll, I'll have a concluding thought about that. But yeah, um, I mean, one interpretation I guess you could take here is that scene was about, that porch scene was about her trying to forgive Joel, not being able to. Yeah. There could have been a moment in that fight, especially with Lev being there, that Ellie realized or at least remembered that feeling, remember that conversation about trying to forgive somebody and what she's doing yeah. right now. Cause there is nothing greater in her life to forgive than yeah. the murderer of Joel. So yeah. I can't help but to feel that forgiveness is because we yeah interwoven. It's like, like it's a game it's a game about the lack of forgiveness. The, like and, that's what's right. perpetuated this entire cycle. So um, is the final moment point. forgiveness? It's not yeah. satisfying. It's not being friends, but it is. Right. It is not continuing the cycle of revenge. Right. Yeah. That's kind of what I, I think was that's thinking one way about. To read it when the credits. I think played. there are multiple ways to read it, but definitely, I completely agree with you, Stephen. That that scene of ambiguity of why in the world did Ellie change her mind instead of being frustrated by that and going to that's a plot hole. What the heck it's finally, um, it is the moment in the game that made me pause and think what happened there. And I really liked that. Like that to me was the gap to kind of look into and see how everything led up to that and what came after it. Like that I think was probably my favorite moment, which is why at the ending of the game, um, I felt better about it than at almost any other point in the game. Hmm. I I've definitely gotten back into the headspace I have I was at the end of this game. Yeah. Currently, as in I've currently found the headspace I was. Yes. When I finished the game. Right. <laughs> no. I was watching the ending cutscene or playing it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And was looking at things very straightforward. I was exhausted. Yeah. I was yes. I was tired of the game. I was tired of the story. I wanted it to end. I I wanted it to have already ended. Yeah. And yeah. What I saw in that fight scene was a bunch of weird, dumb things happening over and over again. Like yeah. Ellie saying "fight me" and Abby going "no, sure." Ellie holding a knife up to Lev's throat and being like "fight me or I stab him." And it's like, what? Okay, that's the stupidest threat I've ever seen because. Abby could just go okay and then they start fighting and then you're no longer holding a knife to Lev's throat so like he, yeah Abby's not gonna well, kill him so like mm. that that just I'm just I yeah. again you're looking at the straightforward yeah. Stephen mm-hmm. that yeah, was yeah, stupid yeah. um yeah and then and then even after all that okay I'm like all right it's gonna end oh my god here we go finally it's gonna end and Abby's beat or yeah. Ellie's beating the literal shit out of of, of Abby and it's like right. oh suddenly no no you're not this. This is the moment that uh, that Ellie decides to change, not the 700 other moments that's that's happened yeah. in this game that she's had a chance yeah. to forgive and forget. No, this moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After after 
yeah. essentially restarting the whole game again after yeah. giving up the best ending she possibly could have had. Um, yeah. This is the this is the moment where you decide. Oh no, I think I've had enough now. You know what? Fuck you, Ellie. That's bullshit. Pardon my French. That's absolute crap. You are a bad character. Is where I landed. You are, mm. and that's the point, right? She she's yeah. not a good person, and no. the, the original Last of Us Ellie was, and that's my disconnect here. Is that I miss the little girl Ellie from the first game, and and she is ruined in this and game. She y- is you. She is just a yeah. horrible person who I cannot love anymore. And that finale, mm. if she had killed Abby, at least she would have had a modicum of like self respect or something. But she didn't. She even gave that mm. up. She even failed that mission. She's useless. There. Wow. That's how I actually That's a, feel that about That is a Ellie. very different uh, reaction that I had. That was like my favorite moment for but, like, Ellie's that's character. But like that's so... Was the end. Like cut to the bone well said though. Because like... <sighs> yeah. Th- I, that's why the flashbacks in this game were so painful. Oh, so yeah. awful. Yeah. You're watching Ellie and you're like, oh yeah, she used to be goofy. And she used to... Remember yeah. in the first game when they at the very beginning they were captured by uh, or they were being held up by the yeah. military authority they were scanning them to see if they were infected right and ellie does a quick you know kick to the leg and she's escaping and then joel and and uh his friend just shoot them and she's like yes oh, i thought we were just gonna tie him up or something what are you yeah. doing <laughs> yeah and yeah. now yes, she yes. is worse than joel ever was and right. it's like yeah yeah it's yeah. it's awful to see that and yeah to see that she's gone through all of this for no reason right. just yeah, yeah bloodbath this, this and i i also thought that so scene, something that i loved about the flashback was when she's like my life would have had a meaning to it if you had let me mm-hmm. die like i mean simple thing... desire she had to be helpful and to like have meaning it puts a whole different context into why how lost Ellie seems in The Last of Us 2 because she really believes that her life yeah. should have ended there. Like, and, and that she, Cameron, you, like, that she had her purpose in life and she missed it. And I think she's feeling frustrated that her life is kind of meaningless now. Um, which which even is she like, be happy with Dina. Which basically reflects just what, what you were yelling, Cameron. It's like, she's useless. She is, she yeah. can't do anything right. She just causes misery. And Joel misery. took that from her. She's not So she's like, anymore. she hates Joel, but she also hates... It's her relationship. It's a very complex relationship. It's, very, it's a very well, messy game. That's exactly why yeah. when you brought up the flashbacks a couple of days ago, Stephen, and you were like, they were yeah. so nice. And I, and oh, I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, we both of you did. Yes. And I was like, no, they were awful. And both of you were like, what? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, because. Yeah. Because this is not a fixed relationship. She yeah, still unearned. hates Joel. She yeah. literally. Yes. And Joel is like this sad puppy who is trying to um, amend an unspoken sin and there is no amending it. And so the only, the only time in any of the flashbacks where I felt a modicum of, Oh, there's Ellie again was the rocket ship where she closes her eyes and she imagines herself in space. And she's like an actual kid again. And for that fleeting moment, she's Ellie again. Every other yeah. single time in the entire game, she's not, she's this demented, twisted, hate-filled person. It's something I heard from other people. Um, I was talking to another friend about it. And people who like the first Last of Us are often like, this game just just ruined the characters that they yeah. 
gave me so much emotional investment in in the first Last of Us. So they Tommy is they a spent monster. All this time, Ellie yep. is a monster. Yeah, they, they yep. Tommy's a a, a a a crippled, angry monster. Joel they murdered, and Ellie becomes a horrible person. It's like people feel betrayed. Like, what did you do? To this wonderful, beautiful story you built. Why did you throw it away like this? And when you when you and, when you roll back the whole yeah. conversation we've had to did yeah. the okay need to be expanded yeah. on expanded on? If you yeah. answer no, then you've ruined yeah. these characters for no reason. If the answer yeah. is yes, you've ruined these characters for I, some reason, I suppose. I but you still ruined the them. Con- that's why I go back to the conflicted. Is this game meaningful or is it unnecessary and gratuitous or well, is it you definitely i have definitely gotten something out of the game and and to yeah. be fair my whole screaming and yelling a second ago about how ellie right. is horrible was the point so right. if you attack it from that perspective yes this game deserves yeah. to exist because that was the point the point was right. to take something you love and show how awful it could become because yeah. human nature is awful and becomes awful um so yes, I actually do think this game deserves to exist. I just hate it. <laughs> I'm just unhappy about it. <laughs> I honestly, Cameron, I land pretty close to you because I'm also reviewing the tape, as it were, and like yeah. everything yeah. we've said, things like it's gratuitous, it hits me over the head over and over yeah. again. It's too long. It's grueling. Yeah. I hate the characters. I'm not sure it should, yeah. it should exist. I'm confused. I'm conflicted. It re- it reminds me of human hatred, but yeah. there's some yeah. sort of like seed of forgiveness at the end of it, but you're not yeah. sure if it was worth it. That's what the game is. And it's yeah. like, and you know, I, I feel like all of that, maybe yeah. not all of it, but a yeah. vast majority of it was done with purpose like Mm -hmm. i i Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. kind of regarding that manipulation angle it does do all those techniques and it does yeah hurt you over and over again but it does it so much and with such almost like clockwork expectancy of course my friend is going to die at some point horribly yeah that and you know it's coming like you know what Abby's going to find in the aquarium after Ellie's been there. Yeah. So it's not like it's surprising or shock value. Some of the time. Some of the time. Some of the time it isn't. Sometimes your friend just dies suddenly. But And I feel like all of that put together, that was the experience of playing through the game. And it's like... Yeah. Is it... That's why I'm conflicted. Like I can't, I can't give a simple <laughs> you know, answer I, to it. I honestly um, think that if Neil Druckmann had been in this podcast this whole time, yeah. he would go, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly. What he wants. i don't think he and would be like, like oh like, you missed it yeah, yeah no kind I mean, of to to tie it. up my personal experience yeah. with Bo, and then i promise we'll stop talking because i i yeah i talked a lot on this episode but we, i think we all did but that feeling of playing yeah. this game is so much how i felt when uh reading about and listening to stories from the partition of india and right those sorts of i'm not at all giving it a one-to-one like right. i'm not saying this is sure. it's diff- different things but yeah that feeling of this is too far this doesn't yeah. even make sense people are insane this is pointless but yeah. i am learning something very deep about human nature and there's even something beautiful in it when you even just see one person see through that or you see see mm. one act of forgiveness or you 
think about your own experiences through that lens. Like it's horrible right. to go through it, but there's just something, at least the way my brain works that has made it worthwhile. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. I am dead serious. I'm never playing this game again. I'm done. You know what's yeah. funny? You know what's actually really funny is that throughout this, yeah. I have thought to myself, hmm, maybe I shouldn't play that game. Um, <laughs> okay. But, but only because I want to... I would probably put it on easy and put all the accessibility things on and just literally run through the actual gameplay portions. I just... Yeah. I want to know if I'm... I, I, I've been doing this a lot recently when it comes to more insightful thinking. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I'm right. Um <laughs> Because no, I don't know. We we can't always be right about. Well, this no, no, kind no, of no. Stuff, I though. I mean, right to myself. I mean, mm, yeah. I. Uh, Are you being honest with yourself? Am I being honest? Yeah, that's a better way to put it. Uh, am I? Yeah. Am I being honest with how I feel? Um, because it yeah. has been three years, and I've experienced yeah. a lot since then, and yeah. maybe the place I was in back then would would make me interpret right. this different. Maybe it wouldn't. Totally. Maybe I would have exactly the same feeling. I did I, as I did, you know, three years ago, and I. So you, yeah, yeah, finally, I literally was thinking to myself, hmm, maybe I should replay it and just just do, do the story again. Maybe I'll watch the the, the supercut cutscene again, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah t- so good. my ba- basically my final ending yeah. is just replay the section where I yelled about Ellie. It just. Yeah. It, yeah. I'm I'm devastated. I feel like I've lost. Yeah. I, I felt. I have them over it now. Obviously, it's a video game. Yeah. But I felt. Like I lost somebody close to me when I realized yeah. that oh right Ellie's dead yeah t- yeah essentially she's gone um yep. and there's no replace there's no fixing it and so yeah. this story that I loved so much in yeah. part one is no longer yeah. existent and I'm really curious how the TV show is going to yeah. handle it <laughs> oh, yeah geez. yeah you should and both I think watch my summary... one it's very good but yeah go ahead Brian yeah I think my summary of how I feel about this game is um it's complicated and it's conflicted, but it is generally, um, a feeling of like frustration that a medium, this amazing and a story, this amazing are being smashed together in a way that I think is so disappointing and unfulfilling. Um, Mm -hmm. and I want better for both of them. I want better for video game storytelling and I want better for the story of the last of us. And I think they both have tons and tons of potential. And I think this is just a deeply, deeply flawed attempt at both of them. Um, That all being said, something I do want to caveat that with is they are in so uncharted territory. When I finish (laughs) watching this game, (laughs) I'm like, there's no game I could even start to compare to this in terms of the like level of polish and detail and storytelling and ambition Mm-hmm. what is even second place like well uh rockstar games but those are also but that's ridiculous. not even like even a little bit comparable to what this is doing like it's doing a different thing but like in terms of what they're trying to do with the sense of like this scope of a narrative told so intentionally and so like lavishly and i didn't beat all of red dead too maybe it gets there but open world games are just such it does general point though does okay. stand but it's if not uncharted waters incredibly rarefied waters totally no one is in it i and call so it a quadruple i can game, critique them but it's not like i can point to someone else who could do it better and can sell enough copies to justify the expense etc etc so like the fact that they were as successful as they were doing something as humongously difficult as this Mm-hmm. is has to be taken into account with all of my criticisms it, it has to be it's taken not, into account like yeah. 
also the idea that this is a traumatic game with serious crunch to get this done and over yeah like 2, I, like, I genuinely question going back to should it exist i genuinely question if it should have even been done yeah i think should that you have is... worked people this hard should you have traumatized them to make these kind of death animations over and over and over again was this an ethical project to even embark on i don't know that's a whole different question but uh yeah that's kind of my summary of it because i'm not that attached to the last of us characters of the story so i was very much looking at it as the pinnacle of video game storytelling everyone tells me it's that so i looked at it from that point of view i mean and i'm like i find it extremely lacking in so many ways from that description if you kind of if you kind of look at it this way between the three of us cameron deeply invested and reactionary in a angry almost distraught way i Mm. was like very invested and pulled in as well but i like was fascinated by it and felt weirdly fulfilled by it in a weird way and brian you were sort of like the more balanced outside party who's just like on a fundamental conceptual level this Mm. is you know this doesn't work and i feel like if we combine all of our opinions together that's what the game is like it it is all of those things i don't disagree with anything here i yeah no i think you all have incredibly valid like i've learned a ton about the game talking to you guys about it for sure yeah Um, i i will be honest i haven't gotten to expound on how i feel about this game because even when i'm talking to you brian i was being very coy yeah um and so this was cathartic and also Same. helped me <laughs> realize how I felt about the game. Yeah. I think <laughs> Yes. I'm not gonna edit. It's my turn to edit. I'm not gonna edit out yeah. my curse word because I really feel like that was yeah. me yeah. like yeah. coming out of my cocoon and being like, this is what I actually feel. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and I felt I I have felt the same way being able to talk about this game like I did with Steven that other night, and I'm like Here's why this just shouldn't even exist. It's terrible. <laughs> like, yeah, it is a game that inspires very, very strong, divisive opinion. And I think, that like, if we are to, about it. if we are to look at this game as anything, yeah, worthwhile for this world, yeah. then it is. It is our duty to listen to the lessons, bad or good, that are explicitly yeah. portrayed, and be yeah. able to see each other uh in nuanced mm. uh ways with compassion <laughs> because otherwise <laughs> we got yeah. a whole lesson plan out there yeah. of how that goes bad <laughs> yeah it is definitely it is definitely a game that i finish and i'm like i need to talk to someone about yep. this yes. yep. like yep. i have to get this out i have to my confusion and my frustration and my uh emotion it's just you yeah now it's, guys, it's hard to not be affected by the game in one way or another please watch the show um <laughs> I, I, will, I need a cool down period but i but can't I do that for a number of months maybe a year oh uh, <laughs> yeah. no i need to talk to somebody about the show too oh uh, yeah, you guys there. also still I'll haven't watched lord of the rings i'm dying over here guys no. <laughs> we're slowly it'll be three years and then we get to the media so hey i watched uh, house of dragon with you you so. did i appreciate that yeah. but i really want to talk about lord of the rings too <laughs> oh uh yeah wow well that was a that was an enlightening conversation um uh, yeah that was a that was <clears throat> i feel like a a record-breaking conversation for us of just like <clears throat> intensity and length <laughs> yes i still feel like we 
don't know what was going on with that epilogue though no <laughs> I, I have no really like, weird i've got <laughs> thoughts but no yeah, conclusions no no it was it was baffling but um yeah, gen- well like genuinely one of oh, our uh just yeah genuinely one of our most d- in-depth conversations that we've had on this podcast i think we probably had some pretty yeah. crazy ones in person oh and yeah visited and sure, stuff, but, but that was very yep. enlightening for, from everybody's yeah. perspective, including Brian. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Yes. Yes. I know. I completely agree. Um, and I think we all had like, we all came to it from very different places. So that was really cool to hear. Um, so now I did and, want to finish up yeah. this episode. I'm going to bring a segment. It's celebrity impressions. So, okay, guys, right. I got a list of celebrities here. All, all right. right. I'm hit ready. Me, hit me with one. All right. Yeah. First celebrity Wait, what's like? What's the title of this? Is it just celebrity, celebrity impressions? Like celebrity remember. impressions. We're fading the music out right now. Okay, okay it's our first one is going to be Beyonce, Cameron. If you like it, then you better put a ring on it. If you Fan- like it, then you better oh. put a ring on it. That's I, good. I loved it, Brian Michael Fassbender. <laughs> hey. 